Welcome to the Redeem Evangelical Mission Tram Atlanta. This is a place where we gather together in quality praise and worship of the true and living God. Equipped with the world of God for growth and fellowship with one another. God bless you as you listen to this message. grace, we bless for your goodness, we bless you for your faithfulness. Your faithfulness has brought us this far, and your faithfulness will lead us to the end. We thank you for the gift of life, we thank you for the gift of health, we thank you for the gift of salvation. Spirit of grace, spirit of truth, I ask you to take your place as I step aside this morning. Take your place, wear me as your hand grows. As I bring every man, every woman, youth and teenager, boy, girl and child under the sound of my voice to you. Encounter all. Heal all. Deliver all. Save all. Strengthen all. Establish all. In the name of Jesus. We return all glory, honor and praise to you. In Jesus name. Let's welcome all our friends across the globe. To this wonderful service this morning, the presence of God is reaching you wherever you are in Jesus' name. A couple of weeks ago, we started on this journey called, Who am I and why am I here? Who am I? Why am I here? We told us that we cannot fulfill destiny. We cannot know purpose without knowing our true identity. And if we don't know our true identity and we cannot know purpose, then we cannot fulfill purpose. And if we cannot fulfill purpose, we will not be fulfilled in life, no fulfillment, no security, no contentment, no satisfaction. And life will be meaningless and void. That is the reason why today people that are successful in quote, that have made it and have name, they commit suicide. Go into drug. Because there's nothing that can satisfy that void in you. Insecurity and inferiority complex is not cured by the amount of money you have and the power and authority you wield. Insecurity and complex is healed by knowing who you are, your true identity. In this about number one, discovering your true identity and your relationship with the source of your life. The one that created you, the one that made you and brought you on to, to, to this world. That's the antidote to insecurity, the antidote to complex. Many are suffering 
inferiority complex, even in high authority. That's why they do what they do. We said that many died, many have died without even scratching why they are here on earth. Why they are here and who they were on earth. And that's the reason why the grave today is the richest place. Of all the places, the grave is the richest place. Richer than oil wells, diamond wet mines, and name it. Can we go to our text? Genesis chapter 1 verses 26 through 28. New King James Version of the Bible. Genesis Genesis chapter 1 verses 26 through 28. Then God said, let us make man in our image according to our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over the cattle, and over the earth. And over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God he created him. Male and female he created them. Then God blessed them and God said to them. Be fruitful. Multiply. And fill the earth. And subdue it. Have dominion over the fish of the sea. Over the birds of the air. Over every living thing that moves on the earth. Right there in verse 26, you see identity. Can you give it to me? Go back to that 26. Then God said, Let us make man in our image. Somebody say identity. That's who you are in our image. And according to our likeness, let them have dominion. Somebody say purpose. Identity, purpose. Verse 28, and God bless them. Someone is empowered. So you have first identity, purpose, and empower to fulfill purpose. The moment you know your identity, then your purpose is the next. Then you know that you have been empowered to fulfill purpose. Everyone born by a woman. It's not an accident. Somebody say, I'm not an accident. And number two, I am not inferior to anyone. I want you to say with all your heart, I am not an accident and I'm not inferior to anyone because each one of us have a unique and definite purpose. Because many, like as I said, are not confident, they are not secure because they don't know who they are and why they were here. No two person is the same. Even identical twins are not the same. If identical twins are the same, take them, let them have their biometrics. You know they are not the same. Every one of us have a unique purpose. And when you discover this, you will not be intimidated by anyone. And there will be no room for jealousy and envy. The reason why today 
say there are rivalries, envies, and jealousy. It's because people don't know who they are. They don't know why, why they are here. They don't know purpose. And you discover many are running on other people's track. Shake your brother by using run on your lane. Even husband and wife. You have a, 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 you know, a purpose. You are married together, but you are not carrying the same destiny. You are not carrying the same purpose. And that's the reason why, let me tell you, salvation is not transferable. It's not hereditary. Because salvation is not hereditary, it's not transferable. Reward is not hereditary, it's not transferable. Jesus said, Lo, I come quickly, and my reward is with me to reward every man according to his work shall be. You know what I'm saying? So you can't say, oh, you, you're married to a handsome dude or a beautiful woman. Oh, no, okay, you are doing well. So at the end of the day, you will hear it because this person is doing very well in his work with God. So you are relying and depending on, okay, at the end of the day, you will inherit. There is no inheritance in reward. There is no inheritance in salvation. Salvation is personal. And your reward is personal. He said, to reward every man according to his work shall be. Praise God. So this is the problem we're having today in the church. And that's the problem God is having with his people. People don't know who they are. The Bible told us, Solomon writing, he said, there's one evil under the earth, under the sun. He said, the princes are on barefoot and the servants are on, on horseback. Princes are what? On barefoot, walking, barefooted. Why the servants are on horseback. So it's an evil under the sun. Another evil say, he say they know not that they are gods. And because they know not that they are gods, therefore the whole earth is out of joint. Do you see that? Dearly beloved, God handed over the all creation to you and I to manage. Voice translation in our text. Say he has made you the custodian of his estate. Right? You see? Message says to put, he has wanted for you to take charge. He says you are to take charge. New Living Translation says to rule over all. Rule and reign over all. Can you give me Psalm 8 verse 6? Psalm 8, verse 6. Psalm 8, verse 6. You have made him to have dominion over the works of your hands. You have put all things under his feet. That's who you are. That's who you are. But now look at it. We were talking about commitment a moment ago. If you are absent on duty, what happened? When you are not in charge, what happened? When he had put all things under your feet and made you to have dominion. No wonder there is problem in the world. Because people are not taking charge. People are not ruling. They are not reigning. 
people are not dominating. I rebuke that in the name of Jesus. So we say that you are spirit. You are like God because God is spirit. Praise God. You are born of God. John chapter 1 verses 12 through 13 told us you are a child of God as many that received Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. He gave them power to become sons of God, children of God. And you are born of God by, by the word and by the spirit because you are spirit. We say that you are spirit. You have a soul. Your soul is your seat of thought and emotion and decision. You live in a container called body. Praise God. So you are not body. You are not soul. You have a soul. That's where you make decision. Now, you have an office, right? You are the CEO of that office. You have an office where you take all your decisions and do all things. Does that make you that office? Do you understand how people are not? Because many people today, they don't understand who they are. And that's why they are having crisis in life. I rebuke ignorance in the name of Jesus. Jesus uh, said, my, the Bible said, my people perish for lack of knowledge. So, you are not a black man. You are not a white man. You are not a Latino. You are not an Arab or African or Asian. You are spirit because there is no color in the spirit. There is no color in the blood. There is no racial divide in the blood and in the spirit. Praise God. When you are functioning as a black man, a white man, an Asian, Arab, all those things, or racist, you have come to the level of the flesh. So because you have come to the level of the flesh, you can no more rule, you can no more reign, you can no more dominate, praise God, because level of the flesh, the flesh is the food for the devil. You understand what I'm saying? You cannot rule. You cannot dominate. Because the flesh is a food for the devil. In the, in the spirit realm, there is no color. There is no racism. I hear me. And that is why the arena in the spirit realm is the arena of unlimited possibilities. Somebody says unlimited possibilities. That is why the Bible says, for all with God, all things are possible. Well, because God is spirit, no impossibility with God. And because you are his image, you are like him, no impossibility with you. When you come up to where you are, that's why we ended last Sunday with Ephesians chapter 1 from verses 15 to 23. Praise God. Where you are now, you are seated together with Christ. In heavenly places, far above all principalities and powers. And he has put all things under your feet. Under your feet means you are, domin you are, you are, dominating, you are dominating, you are ruling, you are reigning. Praise God. The day you gave your life to Christ, 
It's your spirit that is saved. I will explain that. So you can listen to that last Sunday. Your, your soul is not saved. Your soul, which is your seat of emotion, of thought, of decision, is not saved. Your body is not saved. You are the same. You remain the same. Now, where we end that is, now how can I, now that I'm saved, how can I bring, I as spirit, bring my soul and my body that are not saved under? How can I make my soul and my body to subject, to rule, to 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 in the same line with me to enjoy what I'm enjoying now. Praise God. How do you do that? Second Corinthians chapter 5 verse 17. Second Corinthians chapter 5 verse 17. You have to realize that you're a new creature. You are a new being. You're no more who you used to be. Praise God. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, any, any means what? So it's a choice. That's where choice comes. Because you are a, a being of choice. God created all, every one of us with choice. Even our little children as they are. You can tell us why you tell them, sit down there and say, no, I won't. If anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. All things have passed away. All things have become new. You discover you are new. The new creature is not your body, which is a container. It's not your soul, which your heart, your mind, your, 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 um, your seat of thought and emotion. You understand what I'm saying? So you have to understand this. You understand this process. So, the new creation, the new person, how do I take care of this old man? Because your heart, your mind, your soul, your body is still wearing the Adamic nature. You understand what I'm saying? That's the reason why, like as we said last Sunday, no, you don't teach your children to lie. You don't teach your children to steal. Because that nature is, is inherent. How do you be, become and have a damning nature? The moment you are born into this world, you carry a damning nature, you are a sinner. So you need to be reborn again. We explained that last Sunday. We don't have the time to go back to it. So number one, you are a new creature. You have to know that you are a new creature. As a new creature, your spirit is redeemed. Your soul and your body are not redeemed. They are not saved. So what do you do? Romans chapter 12 verses 1 and 2. Romans chapter 12 verses 1 and 2. Romans chapter 12 verses 1 and 2. The same New King James Version. I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies on the line. Your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable 
to God, which is your reasonable service. And do not be conformed to this world. Over more. No, you have not finished verse 2 for me. Go back to 2. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed. Somebody say change. Transformed by the renewing of your mind. Renewing. Now, here he's telling us now about our body and our mind, which is our soul, right? What to be done to our body and our soul. Renew of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. What is are we supposed to do first time? Go to verse 1. He said, you have to present your bodies. Your bodies. Your bodies. You present your bodies. You have to do that. You have to make your body to be conformed and acceptable. You understand what I'm saying? How? You have to train your bodies. Present Train your discipline like most of us that do exercise. You understand what I'm saying? You have to train this body now to love, to have a taste of God. The body is used to enjoying the taste, the atomic nature, sin, corruption, everything evil, right? You have to be deliberate, intentional. And hear me and hear me clearly. The body will cry out. Just like us. When you are doing exercise, right? Doesn't your body cry out when you are doing exercise? The Bible says, physical exercise profit little, but godly exercise profit more, right? Physical, bodily exercise profit little, but godly exercise profit more, right? Just as you are committed, now look, here comes commitment now. Just as you are committed every day to exercise, you are training this body, right? Physically, you have to be committed to train this body. You have to teach the body, feed this body the language of God, the taste of God. You understand what I'm saying? You have to love holy things. The body has to now start speaking another language. Heavenly language has to be speaking God's language. It has to be a deliberate, intentional, just as you are committed and deliberately every day you have to do necessary. Look at men. Some women, they are addicted to exercise. They go to gym every day. They cannot, and they will do some work. Ah, some people say, if they don't walk five miles a day, they have not. This is Taking care of the container. And yet their own spirit, their, their men self is anemic. And that's why they're living a, a defeated life. If we pay the same price in training your body, discipline your body for physical gain, you have to pay the price to discipline your body for government. He said, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the message of God that you present your bodies. You do that. No one will do it for you. Husband will not do it for you. Wife will not do it for you. 
you look at some women. They say they are hiding with they are now plump like Fred Oimuse. So they want to be like that. They want to be figure eight for their husband. Right? They want to remain trim for their husband. Husband want to remain trim for their wives to have how many packs? 12 or 34 packs or, uh, you know, right? They pay price. They sweat it out. They go to gym and sweat it out. I have that heavy biceps. If you see some men biceps with their t-shirt, as if it clink and gum to their to their they are making sacrifice. They are training. They are presenting their body. You understand me? Physically. But now, turn it the other way. You have to train. Feed your body with God's language. You have to train. You have to teach your body. Now, how do you do that? First Timothy, verse 2 of his, it says, renew your mind. Renew your mind. How do you renew your mind? Remember we said that your soul which is your seat of thought, emotion, will, and decision. Right? It's not safe. You have to take a deliberate action. Bring a change, a transformation. You have to uproot. Somebody say uproot. Somebody say delete. Those old things that are already established. Remember, the old life, the Adamic life, the character, the nature is already there. You have to clean out this, the what? The hard disk. Talking about the computer language, right? You have to wipe the hard disk clean and download. Somebody said download. Download what is needed, what is required. You download the word of God. You download the character. You download everything. Oh, you hear what I'm saying? It takes time. That's why I say renew. Huh? Verse 2, please. Renew. You are the one to do it. You are the one that will take time to do it. Verse 2. No, we are talking about the same, the same Romans chapter 12, verse 2. The same Romans chapter 2. And do not be conformed to this world, you see. Because the world is already, that, there's a war between the world system, that's the old, the, the, the Adamic nature. The world we're talking about, the world is this Adamic nature you are born into. He said, no, now that you are saved, you are now a new creature. Underline the world, you are now a new creature, a new person. You're no more who you used to be. So, if you're no more who you used to be, so there are things you're not permitted to do anymore. There are languages you're not permitted to speak. There are actions that are not supposed to be with you. But how do you do this when all your life you are known, or all you know is this Adamic nature? You have to roll off your sleep and walk. Give me first. Peter chapter 2, verse 2. On uh, PTP. In PTP. The Passion Translation, please. First Peter chapter 2, verse 2. First Peter chapter 2, verse 2. Passion. He said, in the same way. Okay. Go, go, go back to verse 1. So that you understand what I have been talking. 
Look at it. Verse 1, it says, So, abandon every form of evil. Abandon every form of evil. Deceit, hypocrisy, feelings of jealousy, and slander. Do you see that? Abandon it. All these things you have mentioned are all Adamic nature. The old man. Remember, you are now a new creature, right? All these are the old man. Do you show, you don't teach them how to, the swear word, do you? No. It's, it's, it's all the Adamic nature. Now, he said, in the same way that you abandon this now to grow, to be mature spiritually, he said, in the same way that nursing infants cry for milk. Have you seen baby cry for, for, for milk? Huh? A baby is hungry. When he doesn't care, there's no, there's, no, there's no diplomacy with a baby that is hungry. Right? He don't care whether you are having a meeting with the president. He don't care whether you are in a boardroom. The baby is hungry. He will do his own thing. He will catch the attention of everyone. Right? Now, in the same way that nursing infants cry for milk, you must intensely underline. You must intensely crave the pure spiritual make of God's word. Intensely. It must be intentional. It must be for purposefully. Intensely crave. Remember like the people that want to fix the drug. Right? Anything on their way, they will take it out. Or they need that fix. Right? You want to alcohol or you want to watch movie. Then no matter what you do, he was do that and watch that movie. Oh, the, somebody that's addicted to exercise, whether that is rain or snow, he must go there and do his exercise. Right? He say intensely crave. Crave. The pure spiritual make of God's word. For this make, this word of God will cause you to grow into maturity. Will cause you to what? Grow into maturity. Fully nourished and strong for life. Praise God. Fully what? Nourished and strong for life. The nourishment, the strength you need to bring your soul and your flesh, your body under is in your relationship with the word of God. You, you, are you seeing it? Your relationship with the word of God. Your commitment to God's word. What you do with what God. The amount of God's word that you have stored in your heart. The change, the transformation, the renewal. Bringing you presenting your body, then you are schooling, you are training your body now to behave, to ab- adapt to God's way of life, to abandon what that way of life is used to. You understand what I'm saying? It takes commitment, it takes effort, it takes determination, it takes personal decision. If you have not made up your mind, Nobody can do it for you. 
And if you don't see the need, and that's why we say that many come to church but are not in Christ. Many are in church but are not in Christ. And you cannot be mature and enjoy all oh, Jesus died for you. Because as long as God is concerned, everything about our life has been paid for, has been taken care of. Praise God. But we have to play our role. Sit down. Discover our, person, our true identity. Who we are. And what. And discover why we are here. Because we have been empowered. You know, how do I handle this? It's all in the world. Praise God. Are we communicating? Why should I do this? Why should I be intentional in renew my mind? Why? Proverbs 23 7, New King James Version. Proverbs 23 7. Proverbs 23, 7, New King James, a part of it. Say, for as he thinks in his heart, so is he. As he thinks in his heart, so is he. And I always say, this, say it this way. Whoever and whatever controls your heart, controls your life. You know what I'm saying? Whoever and whatever controls your heart, Controls your life. Because the next scripture we read now, because your mouth that feeds your life have its resources in supply from your heart. Are you what I'm saying? Give me Luke chapter 6, verse 43, 45. Luke 6, 45. Luke 6, 45. A good man out of the good treasure of his heart. What heart? Because it's our heart that defines us, right? The heart. Look at it. Remember, you take time to renew your heart, right? Your soul. To transform so that your soul can draw resources from your spirit. The new, the new, the, the new created spirit. And when your, heart, your soul, your heart is in line with your, your spirit... They can bring your flesh under your body. You understand what I'm saying? Because your heart is closer to your flesh than your spirit. A good man out of the good treasure of his heart brings forth good. An evil man out of the evil treasure of his heart brings forth evil. For out of the abundance of the heart, the man speaks. Do you see that? So that's why you have to take time to feed your heart with the word. Like TPT told us, First Peter chapter 2, verse 2. Right? Because your heart is what? For your maturity. You have to be pump your heart with the word. Deep. Delete all the junks, all the Adamic nature that your heart, your soul have known with, right? He has grown with all this. 
But you have to feed your heart with the word. Somebody feed your heart. Somebody say, feed your heart with the word. For out of the abundance of your heart, the mouth speaks. And you are the product of what you say about yourself yesterday, today. Because whatever you say, you are like God. You are spirit. The way you rule, the way you dominate, the way you control is through your mouth, your tongue. Praise God. God, in Genesis chapter 1, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Verse 2, the earth was without form and void. Verse 3, and God said, let there be light, and there was light. Right? Look at it down. Everything God said, God said, God said, praise God. So, you, like God, you rule, you dominate, you take charge, you create through your world, through your world, through your world. Somebody say, through your world. Now look at it, verse, Proverbs chapter 16, verse 23 to 24. Proverbs 16, Proverbs 16. We're talking about dealing with your heart. Your heart and mouth. Your heart and mouth have the role to play of what you become. Praise God. Your heart and mouth is very important. In this new life, in this new life as a spirit, as a new creature, as a child of God, as one born of God, as the image of God, your heart and mouth is very important. The heart of the wise teaches his mouth. Do you see that? The heart of the wise teaches his mouth. It is the heart that feeds the mouth what to say. Your mouth, your soul, your heart was full of junks before, right? The Adamic nature. All evil. It doesn't bank a lie to say any negative thing, think negative thought, bad thought. You understand what I'm saying? And speak it. But they say the wise. Who is the wise? The wise, the Bible said the fool say there is no God. The wise is the one that knows God, that honor God, that recognize God in his life. The wise is the one that have accepted Jesus as Lord and Savior. The wise is not the one that is so smart and intelligent in the school, in the academic school. You are talking about your manpower. And that's the reason why many, many professors today are not saved. I remember when I was in college, one of my professors, he, he has PhD in religious knowledge. PhD. In religious knowledge. He doesn't know the Bible. I led him to Christ. A student. Praise God. So the wise is the one that recognizes God. Praise God. He says. The heart of the wise. Teaches his mouth. Your heart cannot teach your mouth. Though if you are not fed your heart with the word of God. Look, look at it. And adds learning to his lips. Do you see that? 
the heart of the wise teaches the mouth, his mouth, and add learnings to his lips. Pleasant words are like a honeycomb, sweetness to soul, and health to the bones. Pleasant words. Pleasant words. And you cannot know pleasant word and when you don't know the word of God. Praise God. We're talking about the heart and the mouth. How can I control my soul and my body now that I'm a, I know I'm a new creature? Proverbs chapter 18, verse 20 and 21. Proverbs 18, 20 and 21. Proverbs 18, 20 and 21. The same New King James Version, please. Proverbs 18, 20 and 21. A man's stomach shall be satisfied from the fruit of his lip mouth. Do you see that? A mouth, a man's stomach. A translation says a man's belly. A man's stomach shall be satisfied with the fruit of his lip mouth. You notice he didn't say how hard he walk. You understand? Say me. The Bible didn't say how hard he walks with two jobs, thirty jobs. Did he say so? No. A man's stomach will be satisfied with the fruit of his mouth. Why are we doing what you are doing? It's for the belly. Food for the belly. All the struggle, all the run around is what to eat, right? But if you are trained your heart that controls, that teaches your mouth to speak, you will, you will not be hungry. Because everything Jesus died for, right? Is always calling to be through your mouth when you have stored them in your heart. You understand what I'm saying? All your inheritance as a child of God. Remember your spirit. All your inheritance. All the blessings of God. All that he has paid for. Your heart. Your fruitfulness. Your success. Are called to be stored in your heart. And called to exist them through the avenue of your mouth. You see how important your heart and your mouth is. So it's this mouth that defines whether you are living a victorious life if, or a defeated life. A man's stomach shall be satisfied from the fruit of his mouth. From the produce of his leaves it shall be filled. Did you see that? The produce of his leaves. When you are speaking God's word, you are speaking what God has done for you. You'll be filled. Why? Did he say so? Look at it, verse 21. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. And those who love it will eat the fruit thereof. Death and life. Every time you are speaking negative, you are speaking death. I have been telling us since I come to this place that there is no casual words. There are no casual words. Words are spirit. Jesus says in the book of John, he said, the words that I speak to you, they are spirit and they are life. Just as his word are spirit and life, your word, because you are spirit, is spirit and life. You rule, you dominate, you reign, you control, you take charge by the avenue of your word. 
the blessings is enjoyed through the avenue of your life. You speak them to be. Whatever you want, you speak to be. Why? Because kings rule by their words. I say he could never contravene in the world. The decree. And the Bible says you shall decree a thing and it shall come to pass. It shall be established and light will shine on your path. You see how important your mouth is to you. You see how important your heart is to you. That's why you have to know. It's not by the avenue of what is happening around you. Your environment. No. We're going to get there. That's why I say this is going to take us a long time. When we start dealing with what I call change agent, you discover that you are a change agent. You have to transform your environment to adapt to God's world, to adapt to what you want. Because the desire of the righteous are good and shall be granted. Right? Kings rule by what? Decrees. And we are, we are kings and priests unto our God. We will get there. I'm just kind of running ahead of me. So this is who you are. You are not just a nobody. We are doing it step by step. Setting the first block, block upon block. Precept upon precept. For you to be able to rule and reign. Your heart and your mouth must align. Praise God. Must what? Align. Must align. Our mind must be flooded with the word of God to control our thoughts and thereby empower our souls to live and enjoy all the victories given to us by Jesus Christ. He has paid the price. We have to know the things that have been freely given to us. It's a personal decision. That's why I read that TPT. First Peter chapter 2 verse 2. Intensely crave for the make of the world. Intensely crave. Because if you're not mature, you cannot control, you cannot rule, you cannot reign, and you cannot enjoy the victory already given to us. Praise God. Are you blessed? Why not talk to God? Ask the Holy Spirit to help you. To intensely crave for the world. To be able to bring your soul. Transform your heart. Transform your soul. Transform your mind, your thought. And bring your body under. I say, your body. Present your body as a living sacrifice. Present. To be able to present your body. Discipline your body. The way you discipline your body in the gym to keep fit you discipline your body spiritually with the word of God to adapt to the word of God discipline your body godly essence are profited more much more than bodily exercise and so spirit of grace spirit of truth even as the voice of man ceases I ask you to echo this truth in our spirit. Echo this truth in our heart and our mind. Echo this truth in our soul. Help us 
to present our body as living sacrifice to you. Help us to renew our mind. Help us to intensely crave for the word of God so that we'll be matured. That our heart will feed our mouth in the name of Jesus and our mouth will feed our lives in Jesus' name. Everything Jesus died for, the way to enjoy it is Romans chapter 10, 8 to 10. Romans chapter 10, 8 to 10. Can I have that? Romans chapter 10, 8 to 10. How do you enjoy it? You could not become saved. Jesus has died for you, paid the price, right? Jesus has already died for you. The way you become saved is declaring it. Romans chapter 10, verse 8 to 10. Romans chapter 10, verses 8 to 10. Romans chapter 10, verses 8 to 10. But what does it say? The word is near you, in your mouth, in your heart. Did you see that? That is the word of faith which we preach. That if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. So long the word is one with your heart and your mouth, you will enjoy what the word says. All you need to do is to make sure that your heart and mouth is in line with the word. They're speaking the same thing. For with the heart one believes unto righteousness. And with the mark confession is made unto salvation. Everything that Jesus died for is access into our life through the avenue of our heart and our mouth. Just as your salvation, you believe Jesus died for you. You believe Jesus is the son of God and you spoke and you are saved, right? You believe you are healed by his strife. And you will speak and you will see enjoy it. You believe all your needs are met according to his riches and glory. And you speak and it will manifest. Whatever you ask, ask and it shall be given to you. Seek and you shall find. Knock and the door shall be opened. Praise God. We worship and exalt you. If you have not made Jesus Lord and Savior of your life, there is no way you can enjoy what we are saying. But the God has given you opportunity today because what we are saying is for you also. The avenue is through Jesus. First of all, the foundation, you have to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Then every, then you go into the world, intensely Crave for the world to transform you inside out. Renew your mind. But you cannot renew your mind when you don't have Jesus as Lord and Savior. So I want to pray with you wherever you are. You believe Jesus died for you. He paid all the price. Say this prayer with me. Heavenly Father, thank you for giving Jesus to die for me. Jesus I believe you are the son of God. You came to this world. You died for my sin. You rose again from the dead. 
for my justification. Right now, I receive you into my life as my Lord and Savior. Help me to renew my mind and renew my, and renew my, my, my heart, my thought, my emotion, and present my body as a living sacrifice. I receive grace to live this new life and enjoy all the benefits of salvation in Jesus' name. If you have made this prayer with all your heart, welcome to the greatest family, the family of God. Yes, if you want to clap, you clap. People are listening, they will think that it's only one or two people here. Well, you are much more. So if you want to clap, you clap. Praise God. Now listen. Go to your app store, download your Bible, and make friends with your Bible. The Bible is God's roadmap to your destiny. God's Bible is God's way to your life. Go to a Bible-believing church where they preach, we teach, and practice the Bible, the Word of God. And if you're here in Atlanta, Georgia, I make bold to invite you to tram Atlanta God's Embassy Smyrna. Zip code 30080. Our address is 1611 Roswell Street, Smyrna. 1611 Roswell Street, Smyrna. Zip code 30080. Our services are Sunday, 10 a.m. Eastern. We look forward to having you. Remember, you are like God. You are not flesh. You are not body. You are spirit. God bless you. Thank you for listening to another message. God's blessing be with you now and forever. For counseling, email trem at tremusa.org. Remain blessed.